The ProAct know-how. Hi, this is ProAct Sam. Welcome to this live webinar uh, where we're looking this week at uh, how the EU Schengen Zone uh, changes with the Electronic Travel Authority is going to affect who are living and working abroad in the UK or the EU. So let's start off by just examining uh, what, what we mean by that. There's lots of different statuses that people have um, and the different terms could, could say a, a nationality, citizenship, um, and they're, they're more or less the same thing as, as far as we're concerned here. If you've got citizenship of an EU country, then the way the Schengen zone works is different for you to, to other people, okay? Uh, you you could be a, a nationality of a, an EU country, um, and and that would give you the same rights as well. You, your nationality might be different uh, and not EU, but you could have acquired citizenship in the EU. So as long as you've got that citizenship in the EU, then you you're treated as an EU citizen as far as the, the, these changes and the requirements for the Electronic Travel Authority are concerned. Um, if you are a resident in the EU and have a, a resident permit, then that's a different status. It's, nothing, it's not a, a, a visa, it's not a Schengen zone visa. A resident permit is, is a, a, a resident, it's a permanent resident right to stay um, and it could be to do business, it could be to uh, uh, just stay, or it could be to uh, uh, be a student or, or for medical reasons. And those, those things uh, vary from, uh, depending upon what type of resident permit that you're applying for. Um, <clears throat> after five years, generally, there is, a, a, under international, there's a permanent residency status that you can get. And the permanent residency status, it, it, it just confers a bit more uh, uh, treatment on the expat that's living and working abroad. Uh, permanent residency is not citizenship, um, but it's also, it, it, it's got slightly more benefits, more likely to be treated equally uh, with local people as a permanent resident. In the UK, with, with Brexit, those two um, um, classes of people are called slightly different. They're called uh, pre-settled and settled status. So that is a permanent resident, a resident permit or a permanent residency. So settled status is a permanent resident. Um, pre-settled status is at, they've got a resident permit. Um, with a resident permit, it's not necessarily withdrawn from you but you may need to validate it uh, and validate certain conditions if you want to upgrade to a permanent residency. So that just clarifies uh, what we mean by the resident permit. And, and so how does that impact with the Schengen Zone and the Electronic Travel Visa Authority that, that, that are coming in? Uh, these might be needed for people traveling into the EU uh, Schengen Zone for business reasons, or it could be to stay in your your holiday home or it could be just for a holiday or it could be for medical or, or study reasons uh, and all, all those different reasons could 
denote uh, a different change. If you're non-EU, which UK citizens are now, um, then uh, to, to enter into the Schengen zone, um, uh, you, you may need a visa. And the Schengen visa gives you that access into that zone um, for 90 days in, in 180. So the Schengen zone visa is very much a, a short stay visa. It's not a resident permit. It's a, it's a visa to, to enter. And it's something that you might need. You might need it on a, a short stopover for a day or two during traveling through the EU, um, or you might need it for, for business trips. But it's always a short stay. So it's 90 days in 180. And that is a key Schengen zone restriction, which uh, people from around the world have got and is being acquired by EU citizens now. If your passport is from a country that is a visa-free travel into the Schengen zone and into the EU, then you don't need a Schengen visa. So anybody from outside the EU, including the UK, may need a Schengen zone visa unless they've got visa-free travel. Now for UK expats, by and large, it, it is visa-free travel. So everything is clear on that. And you're not going to um, necessarily need, need that. But when the Electronic Tra Travel Authority comes in, although you've got visa-free travel, you're still going to need the Electronic Travel Authority. And the Electronic Travel Authority uh, requirements will have to be met. Uh, there is a small fee, uh, but it, very much like the American system, if you want the, the short uh, travel arrangement to to the um, to the USA so if you're non-EU citizen non-EU national non-EU citizen and you're traveling in visa free you can get over the border without uh, a passport you don't need a resident permit but you will need the electronic travel authority so this is a, a key point to, to change it will come in with electronic travel authorities from November 23. If you're an EU national or, or citizen, then you don't need the electronic travel authority to travel around Europe. So if, if you've got citizenship of, of an EU country, then you can travel around the EU Schengen zone without that additional restriction uh, of having to have the electronic travel authority. So if you're within the United States, you wouldn't, uh, a United States citizen doesn't need uh, a travel authority to travel from state to state. Um, and, and this is what the EU are trying to create with the, uh, uh, the electronic travel authority for the EU, EU zone. Okay. Now, if you've got a resident permit, it's a slightly more complicated. Um, and, and Again, given that EU citizens are covered, we're talking about people that are, are non-EU citizens that, that need a resident permit. An EU citizen may still need a resident permit in the country in which they're living and working. That's a different issue. And if you want more information, contact us at productpartnership.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel 
and, and watch uh, our other series on, on residency rules. Um, <clears throat> but if you've got a residency permit, that means you've got a permanent right to stay. And it could be uh, because you're retired, it could be your living, could be a holiday home uh, that, that you use for long stretches uh, of the year, uh, or it could be for, for work base, or it could be that you go to work there. So that's what you could use the resident permit for. But with the resident permit, you have to show that you've got a permanent home and not necessarily a tax residence, but a permanent home uh, and, and a means of income and support to, to stay there long term. If you've got a, a resident permit for a, a country, you don't need electronic travel authority as, as the instructions stand at the moment. So when you're traveling, uh, if a UK expat has got a, uh, a, a resident permit for Portugal or Cyprus, they can travel in without uh, having to have an electronic travel authority. Uh, what they would need for the visa-free travel is their passport, but also their residency permit. So you have to have at the border crossing your residency permit to prove that you've got the right to, to enter without the Schengen zone visa. So in the, in, within the EU, you don't need to show your passport, you might need to show your ID card to prove that you are an EU citizen, but you don't need to show your passport at the border. If you're non-EU citizen or a UK expat with a resident permit, it still has to show the passport, even though it's visa-free travel. And, and, uh, but they won't need an ETIAS, the Electronic Travel Authority, as long as they can show that they've got uh, a valid resident permit. So that the non-EU resident has to show their, their resident permit when, they, when they're entering into the EU, um, whichever country that may be. Just a little caveat at this point is that just have in mind that uh, not all EU countries are members of the Schengen Zone. Croatia have recently been added. Bulgaria and Romania and Cyprus are trying to join. Uh, Ireland are not currently members. So that there is some distinction there. Um, and there are also some countries which are in the Schengen Zone which are not in the EU. Uh, so the Schengen Zone travel requirements could or could not uh, work in that way. So the resident permit just to, to summarise and finish on that part, if you've got a resident permit, you can enter without the electronic travel authority. If it's visa-free travel, you just need your passport to cross the border. If, if you've got... Um, um, <clears throat> so if, if you don't... Um, sorry, the next point I want to make, it starts again. If you've got a resident permit, that gives you freedom of movement of travel between your non-EU country and, and that, that one country in which that resident permit is valid. So a resident permit might be valid in Cyprus or Greece or France or Spain or, or, or Portugal. And it would allow a UK expat, for example, to travel freely between that one country and, and, and the UK visa-free and uh, electronic travel authority three, as long as they're showing their ETS scheme, uh, their, uh, 
the resident permit. So it's, it's electronic travel authority free if you've got a resident permit for that freedom of travel between, between that country. However, it, now, what the point I'm trying to get to um, is if you've got a resident permit for an EU country and you've got the right to stay in that country, you can then travel to another EU country, an EU Schengen zone, without a Schengen visa. So uh, a, a resident of Cyprus with a resident permit, who's a UK expat, can travel within the EU without electronic travel authority, as long as they've got their resident permit. However, they are then still restricted to the 90 in 180 days of the short stay Schengen zone rule. So although they don't need the electronic travel authority with a resident permit to travel across border, you still need, uh, you still have this 19180 day restriction. Uh, and, and it's an important distinction point there. So um, with a resident permit, you can live and work and stay in the country up to 365 days a year. If you stay more than 183 days, then generally you, you become a tax resident in that country. Um, and, and you can come and go as often as you like. If you're from uh, a non-EU country and you have a resident permit, you can, you can use that resident permit to travel around the EU uh, without the electronic travel authority, but you then are restricted to the Schengen zone short stay period of 90 in 180 days. If you're traveling from outside the, the, the EU and you've got visa-free travel, um, you, without a resident permit, you will need electronic travel authority and are restricted to the 90 in 180 short day stay rule. Uh, and so, uh, it, 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 the, the rules are going to be introduced from November 23. They are potentially quite complicated. There is a small chance that EU might simplify it or might adapt it between now and then. The purpose is security um, and, and the electronic transfer authorities are checked. For more information and guidance, contact us at projectpartnership.com. We can assist you with a citizenship application if you want a dual citizenship for the EU. We can assist you with resident permits for the country in which you've got a holiday home or a business interest. Or uh, we can just assist you with uh, getting a, a Schengen visa. Because once you do have a Schengen visa, uh, although it only allows a short stay uh, trip of 90 days, you can use it multiple times over a two or three year period. Uh, thanks a lot for listening. Contact us at proactpartnership.com. The Proact Know How, brought to you by Proact.